Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Otter Fishing with me, Trevor Topper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Otter Fishing. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to watch or listen wherever you might happen to be. Uh, today on the show, I've got a very uh, interesting guest. I'm very looking forward to having a great conversation today with Mr. Patrick Dodd. Welcome to the show, Patrick. How are you? I'm well, Trevor. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure, mate. Um, you and I have known each other for a few years now, and um, it's always been uh, a great uh, conversation when you and I get together and have a chat about you know, my world where, and your world and where the two kind of intersect. Um, yeah, so I'm really, absolutely. Yeah, really interested to get into it today. So um, just before we get, get started, do you just want to take a minute to kind of introduce yourself and let our listeners know, you know who you are and your credentials and things? Sure. So, yep, so I'm Patrick Dodd, and I am a professional teaching fellow at Auckland University, and that, that is a new appointment. That's just started, um, was appointed at the end of last year, so I'm just getting stuck into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, um, I was uh, a lecturer at, at Unitech for eight years, and during that time, um, was an academic leader, <clears throat> um, helped develop uh, their digital marketing papers and the digital marketing stream in their in their new master of applied business program. Um, prior to that, you can tell um, by my accent, I'm I'm, I'm not from here. Um, I uh, grew up in the states and um, yeah, did a whereabouts in the U.S. is it? Yeah, Northwest. It's it's in Idaho. I went to went to University of Utah, um, mm-hmm. and um, from there did an OE in South America. And um, thought that um, because I my my undergraduate degree really wasn't sufficient to to have a uh, to get a meaningful foot in the door in, in Latin America other than just doing your your typical things right. you know teaching English and things like that mm-hmm. so I thought I'd go to graduate school and and um, uh, with the, with the, with the um, possibility of of getting an expat gig in Latin America and so I did I ended up with an MBA in international business. Uh, from Thunderbird, which is now part of Arizona State University, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we quickly realized that that um, you know the expat gigs were were kind of a thing of the past. This was this was in 1995. Um, that they were you know these 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 multinationals were not necessarily looking for for um, you know uh, American MBAs because they're they were sending their own nationals into the U.S. to get. To get their their to education, get the training, and yeah, yeah. So, but but fortuitously, I, I ended up my, my first my first gig out of out of um, grad school was with a company called Internet Direct, which um, was one of the first internet startups. Uh, they were an ISP, and um, they were, believe it or not, the the world's first virtual server. So everybody takes for granted how how you you know you 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 host your company's website now. I mean that's just taking it for granted and you can do it for about 10 bucks a month mm-hmm. <clears throat> being the world's first we were charging about 800 dollars a month <laughs> that didn't last very long <laughs> the oil um, rush days of the internet yeah, yeah internet no, exactly. 1.0 yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that was that was the the first foray um into into kind of digital and it, it was interesting and it's that that intersection of of technology and marketing is is has been a, a real passion of mine and a place that i i, I like to play so so that's that's my background, and I had you know before coming to New Zealand was 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 doing mostly private sector things and entrepreneurial um, ventures, etc. So, so Eastern what Europe, to New Zealand. What, how did you end up getting here? I don't think we've ever had this conversation. No. So I I, I well 
taking a, a huge step back, I, I, I spent seven years in, in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I went over with, uh, with a program that was similar to the American Peace Corps. Again, I was looking to do some international things. And so um, it was the program was called the MB Enterprise Corps. And I got placed with a small business uh, helping them with their, with their marketing needs. And I thought my, my assignment was, was 18 months. And I thought, well, we'll see how it goes after that. And then seven years later, I had a, a wife and a daughter. And as, right. things, as things happen. And, Suddenly. And then, yeah. So my, my wife decided, uh, who's Ukrainian, said, I, I'd like to do a, a master's degree. And we ended up in, in County Durham, but in the northeast of England. And that master's degree got parlayed into a, into a PhD. And when she was finishing that up, She's, we were talking about where would we go next, and I, we were both, you know, really looking for a place to call home. Not that interested in going back to the states. She wasn't at all. Um, and you know, with these conversations, within a week, um, she said, "Hey, what do you know about New Zealand?" And she said, "There's there's an opportunity at Auckland University of Technology or AUT." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Ah, go for it. Yeah, I've, I've watched Lord of the Rings." And um, <laughs> I think that's how the world knows New Zealand, right? New Zealand's where there's exactly hike, all of hike, yeah, that and, you know, hiking, hunting, biking, fishing. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, yeah, give it a go. And so, you know, we're 12 years into it now and we're both both citizens and our daughter is about as Kiwi as. And so that's how that's how I ended up here. And, wow. and which is which is interesting because that's um, when I got here, I thought, I, you know, I, Try and get get some consulting going, and you know you know how it is in, in New Zealand. It's it's a really tight tight market, and it's a lot of, um, you know, connection driven. You know who mm. you know, and and yeah, it's really hard coming in. You yeah, know, as an adult, I, I moved over here, and, and and I found it really hard to to kind of break in and build a network and, and do that. Mm. It's taken years and years and years, um, and that was not something I was expecting. No, what and and so so she said, hey, listen. While you're doing this, why don't you see if 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 anybody needs some, you know, you can pick up some some lecturing, you know, an odd class here and there. And so I called up Unitech, and um, said, "Hey, do you need anybody to teach to teach digital marketing?" And that was eight years ago. And what I found was that I I absolutely love teaching. I I, I found I, I truly found my calling, and it was mm. it was fantastic. And I've been you know a passionate teacher ever since. So eight years uh, in the tertiary mm. landscape decade-ish plus in the kind of commercial corporate kind of mm. landscape in, in, in various countries. Um, I remember, you know, going back to my kind of university days, there was a very clear kind of pathway, you know, um, and I'm sure that, you know, my parents' generation, my older brother and all of those people, it was definitely kind of written from, you know, primary school, you start getting fed this idea that, you know, you've got to pick what you're going to do and then you sort yeah. of work towards getting the qualifications you need to do that. And then there's this guaranteed job at the other end of it. And, um, and now I, I look at it and it's a very, very different landscape, right? So, um, very different. So, so it's, what I'd like to know is what does that look like from the inside? Because from the outside, you know, we get a lot of media driven stuff and, uh, you know, social media plays a role and, and, and parents probably in particular with, with, you know, high school age kids and things are probably, you know, really, really primed for this sort of stuff. And so what does it look like from the inside out? You know, what, what are the universities doing to kind of adapt to this crazy new world that we live in? Um, not very much. And that's the problem. So that, you know, I, I it, it's really interesting because, you know, I think, you know, I mean, uh, really, you know, it's a content, it's, excuse me, the, 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 the content that's being taught 
is really a commodity, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you can go. I mean, there's 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 loads of places you can go. You can go to Google. You can go. No, to I can Facebook, go to YouTube and pretty much learn YouTube anything and, now. Absolutely, you know? right? So so what what's what's still really important? I mean, you can you can do all of those things, mm -hmm. um, but but employers are 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 still looking for that that piece of paper that says you've accomplished this, right? Um, now, industry certifications, I think, are, are important for sure, you know, um, but they still don't, they still haven't, they haven't, they haven't come close to, to, to equaling, you know, the gravitas of having a, of having a degree, mm. right? So, so, so universities know this and, and, and so they still, they still have the power in the, in the, you know, in, in, in the market, market position because they, they, they know that if you're a clever kid and you, you, you decide to do things on your own or, or through an apprenticeship, it's still going to be really, really hard. Whereas if you go to university, you may not learn all of the, all of the things that you need to be successful, especially in digital marketing, but that, that certificate at the end shows something that, that employers are still valuing. So, mm. yeah. Do you think that employers are valuing that less um, or is it, is it about the same? Like you would have seen over the last decade or so the, the, the rates at which people graduate and then go on to employment, particularly if they go on to employment in the field that they've just paid 30, 40 grand or whatever it is that they've spent on that education. Do they end up in the field that they've gone to or do they get the piece of paper and then that's enough for them to get into the door somewhere because, hey, I've got a university degree, so I'm not an idiot. Um, how about we have a conversation about this job? I think, you know, unless you're, unless you're, you know, a really, really talented student that's gotten straight A's and ended up with a great internship did the networking that you're that you should be doing, you know, join the right clubs, um, participate in those extracurricular activities. Those things, you know, those students are still getting good, good, good jobs. You know, um, now that's not to say that they're not, you know, when they when they arrive at the job that they're actually work ready. They're probably not, but they've but they've what they've shown is that they've that they've just stood out from the crowd and and they're able to. Um, yeah, to, to get those to get those positions, and it's, it's through the networking and their and their good grades, etc. Outside of that, and those those that's a pretty small layer of students. I mean, if you if you think about it, um, outside of totally. that, it's a real crapshoot, right? And and I and I think that what what a lot of graduates are learning is, yeah, that piece of paper is important, and that will open some doors. But those you know those industry certifications are 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 becoming more and more important, so that you're coupling a degree with some industry certifications. So you can say, yeah, listen, I'm. You know, I got a degree in in in, in marketing from Auckland Uni, and and I'm by the way, I, I also have you know Google certification in ads and analytics and Facebook Facebook blueprint. blueprint. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. So you're actually teaching that content as part of the curriculum. You're making the students go through that, right? As a as a way of ensuring that they come out with the with that knowledge. Well, yeah. Is that so a, me, a response to this? So let me let me yeah. So let me take us. I think take a step back because I, I I think this is quite interesting. So. When I, when I started at Unitech, I was teaching in, uh, actually more than one class. I was, I was teaching a, a handful of classes, but one of them was digital marketing. And, uh, and what I found was, I, and, I, and, and, and again, the, you know, I think, I, I don't know where, where, where people are tuning in from, but, but here in New Zealand, the, you, know, there's a, there's a, you know, there's two paths to go on in tertiary. There's, one is polytech and the other is, is, is university. And the main difference between the two is that that a polytech is is really more about applied learning, right? So you get some hands-on. I mean, there's some theory, and then you get the chance to apply mm. that theory. And, and, and that's in, in basically what what the, the main difference. It's more like is. an apprenticeship kind of structure, isn't it? Like yeah, 
more or less. I mean, certainly in the trades it is, and that's where polys really shine. But but in, in terms of business degree, it's it's you know there, there's a lot more applied learning. So when I when I joined and I was teaching the digital marketing class, the content of the of the paper, and this was a paper that was uh, of course it was taught in the you know their final semester, and it was really broad, right? The content was broad, covered all areas of digital marketing, but in order to do that, right, you had to really you had to you know make it make it pretty thin you know, in terms of the level that you were able to, to cover. And so I started trying to, you know, deepen the content and still keep the, the content, you know, the rather wide. And then, and then all of a sudden students are going, hey, this is just too much. And I started pushing back saying, it's, you know, that we're working harder in this class than, than any other class. And I, you know, hey, that's, I don't mind pushing students, but, you know, sometimes it gets a bit ridiculous. So I started, had to start trimming down the content, uh, you know, to, 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 to narrow it. Um, and, and adding some depth. And finally, I just realized, you know, at, at some point, you know, what we need are specialist courses. Absolutely. So, mm, so um, yeah. So, um, you know, one of the, th one of the things that, 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 that I did was I approached, I approached the, the guys at, at Google New Zealand and I said, Hey, listen, you know, our, our, our digital marketing paper has been participating in, in, you know, the, the Google online marketing challenge, which was a, a worldwide competition around Google ads and we were smashing it. I mean, our, 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 you know, our, our little polytech was, we had every year we participated, we were, we were regional semifinalists wow. uh, and we were the top, top teams in Australia, New Zealand. And was that other universities doing it or were you competing against commercial like agencies? No, no, other, no, other universities, right. Worldwide mm -hmm. universities. And, um, and I said, what, what I, what I'd really like, to do is is to see if we could maybe spin this out and, and have a class uh, around um, around analytics and ads and could you guys help me develop and design it and they they went absolutely I went really <laughs> fantastic <laughs> you know I, do, I mean you just ask and, they, and and I was just again it was it was I was just throwing one down into the end zone hope, yeah. hoping that you know and they said yeah no absolutely. And so we we developed we developed a, a course that was uh, at Unitech called Google Certified, and it was all around Google Ads and analytics. And mm -hmm. within that, students conduct a, a three week um, a, a three week advertising campaign uh, for an actual business. And um, and so we, we 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 rolled that out, and it was really successful. So we're not only getting you know students taking this, but we get people that are in industry that were coming in just to take it because they thought, oh, I need to, you know, freshen up on my, on my digital sure. and I don't know ads or analytics. So here we go. Mm -hmm. um, and, and at that point I said, you know, I talked to, my, to our head of a department. I said, listen, we need to take that, that digital marketing class and we'll take it down a level. So we'll take it to the second year and we'll, we'll keep it rather broad and, and, and rather shallow, but it'll be a good foundation place uh, for our, our, uh, our Good specialist idea. streams, mm -hmm. right? And so, with the with the with the success of the Google um, the Google class, uh, I approached Pure SEO and I said, "Hey, uh, we'd like to have a, a a an SEO a class in SEO. Would you guys help?" And again, throwing one into the end zone, and they went. And Richard Conway said, "No, absolutely." And I said, "Fantastic!" Mm -hmm. Shout so, out to Richard Conway. Uh, You've got to come on the podcast, mate. I'll be uh, I'll be reaching out to you soon. <laughs> Uh, he's a good. He's a really good guy. He's a great guy, and, running a very and, good business there. You know, so so all of a sudden we've got a course that's that's developed by Pure SEO, 
uh, is now currently taught by one of their top guys, Dallas Rabbit, um, at, at, at level seven, which is a, kind of the final semester. And, and so we've got two world-class um, you know, project or classes, each, each of which students are doing real work for real businesses. So mm. in, in the SEO class, students get into teams and they have to find a business and they do keyword research, then they, they, they do the on-page, so they mm -hmm. do content optimization, they do a, a, an audit, content audit, website audit, and then they do, and then they do their off-page and they do, they do um, yeah, link building and tracking and, and, and things like that. And it's, it's phenomenal, right? So, so students are now, instead of learning just a little bit about the theory, they do that at level six. Now they're getting sway stuck into it, right? And 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 they can they can they can walk out of there and and go to a business and say, Google Ads, yeah, experience. I can do it. Mm -hmm. uh, analytics, have you not set that up? Yeah, I can do that. Um, SEO, yep. Where do you want me to start? And they can they can immediately get get their hands stuck in. Whereas at, at mm -hmm. universities, that's just that's just not how it's done. That's not how it's done at all. So you've so, you've managed to create a couple of successful pilots by taking the shift towards digital and the need you know i mean everything's online now there's almost nothing left that's not digital unless it's a very obvious yeah. thing right uh so you've managed to find a couple of proofs of concept can we call them yeah um has that been watched looked at shared adopted you know has it had any impact beyond auckland or beyond new zealand do you see any do you know are you aware of anything else going out on in the greater wider world that other universities are looking at this stuff and taking it a little bit more seriously well so so again when when we were competing in the online marketing challenge the google online marketing challenge there were there were universities that that were that were obviously doing it well because they were you know they were beating us mm -hmm. you know, I, I i think we had at the final the final time that we ran it i i we had a group that that turned in something that i i still disappointed we didn't win the overall but but it was that good but they're still doing it right so so some universities are, are doing it, but you know the, the problem, the problem with applied learning, which is, and again, the, the result of this, Trevor, is is students um, are are getting jobs because they they can say, I know the theory, and I have had some practical mm. experience doing it, right? And so that gives yeah. them a huge foot in the door, you know, to, to go in and, and and make an impact straight away. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is that it's really really hard to scale. Um, you know, if you that our classes at Unitech, you know, we had, you know, our biggest classes were in the 50s, you know, and then down to, you know, 15 or so. So it's it's easy for a lecturer to go out and find a few businesses to 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 mentor a handful of teams mm -hmm. and to and to really have a meaningful applied learning experience. But when your classes are in the hundreds, yeah. Especially if you're, you know, you could you could at Auckland, you know, at undergrad, you could have a, a class that's three, four, five hundred students you know how do you do how do you do applied learning that way i mean you you physically there would be if it's so resource intensive to do that it's you know i think universities just go too hard right then you you also most most university lecturers don't know how to do those they, they've not had their hands dirty either in the in the digital arena they've, they've, mm. they've just not they've, they've gone through academia and they know you know well seo consists of these three parts um and i know a little you know we can talk about uh, you know, keyword search or or on page or or off page, but actually how to implement? They've never done that, so so you know they punt. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you know, universities are. I, I don't I don't see and 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 here I am now as a professional teaching fellow at Auckland, thinking how am I going to at least I'm going I'm going to give it a go at trying to scale. But I I don't know how it's going to. I really don't know how it's going to 
and how it's going to pan out. I mean, I'm a bit nervous about that. I mean, they're going to they're going to still going to get the theory that they've always gotten, but to to bring in the applied is going to be a, a real challenge for sure. Yeah, well, I'm sure you're up to the task, mate. If anybody, uh, you know, it sounds to me like potentially in in uh, the land of the long white cloud here, you you might be the only guy that's 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 maybe giving this a go. Um, and I'd be interested to hear if there are other people that you might be able to reach out, build your network, and and, and inspire others to, to to get involved. It sounds oh, like a pretty yeah, big challenge. You. You're um you're up against so many other modalities, businesses pathways and channels to, to, to acquire this knowledge and, and to apply it, right? Uh, university is no longer the, I need to get to go to a university to get this information, to get this qualification, to get this degree. Now I can do it wherever I want. So it's really interesting yeah. to see how universities are going to keep striving to add value and make that certification valuable. Yeah, it, it, it is, and 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 now with online, right? So you can you can you can you can be doing your you can be doing online classes at Harvard or or you know MIT, the one in the north, not the south. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you, you you can do these things, and you can you, they can be credit bearing or or, or not. Um, and and you know as as long as as long as you're credentialed at the end. I mean, again, that's what that's what businesses want. They want that credential to say, you know, some kind of some kind of proof of purchase, you know, mm-hmm. when they're hiring you that you that you know what you're talking about, right? And that and that that degree seems to be the thing that 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 gets you there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it it it's hard. I mean, it's you know, and and then as a parent, right? So I have I, my my daughter is now going into her second year uni, mm-hmm. and um, she you knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she gets enough of you at huh? she she wanted to get as far away from marketing and finances which is my, my wife is this as possible so um but but no you know you look if that's that's the other thing you know there, there's prestige in where you go to uni right mm-hmm. so there's a pecking order so that's and, brand and right that's a, that's a it brand is, it, it's absolute brand it's it and 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 it's recognized that brand is recognized by employers as well as parents right so employers are going, listen, we need to hire somebody in marketing. Where are we going to go? Oh, well, let's go recruit at Auckland. They've got clever students. And you go, yeah, no, absolutely. And they do, right? And that it's self-fulfilling. And then so when a, when a parent is, 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 is talking about universities with their kids, they're going, so listen, are you going to apply to Auckland? What about Otago, right? And then you go through the pecking order and, 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 and that's what ends up. And, and unfortunately, Polytech's, you know, are, are, are tend to be at the bottom of the pecking order. And it is unfortunate because the quality of education and, and the skills that they leave with are probably better than, than what they get at a lot of universities. So, mm, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time for, for education. I, um, I often think about, you know, I've got a son who's year 10 this year, started year 10. So he's got a couple of years left in high school and then he's off to uni and I can't even really get him to engage in a conversation about what he wants to do when he finishes high school. Um, and I'm also sitting here going, well, you know, if he wanted to get into digital marketing and he'd done the Facebook blueprint, he was Google certified and he'd spent some time in the HubSpot, um, Academy seemed like a good guy I could trust, you know, seemed like a hard worker, had the right attitude. You know, I probably wouldn't hesitate, you know, against him not having a university degree, but I guess each business is different and, 
and uh, potentially, you know, the larger businesses that are that are looking to pull university graduates because that's what they've always done, and they get the security of knowing that they've got some kind of education there. Um, but I, 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 as a parent, go, well, you know, what, what should I be telling my kid? You know, I'm not really sure what I should be thinking. You know, uh, what would your advice? It's hard. Be? Well, one, from my experience, whatever you say may or may not stick, right? They, they may not even listen to it in the first place. Yeah, you talked you know, about I, throwing I, something against a wall and seeing what would stick yeah, before. Yeah, exactly, but it's, it's, <laughs> Being a parent of a teenager is basically, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it's interesting. So, um, so I had a colleague at Unitech and his, his son, very clever kid, um, a number of years ago, um, wanted to get in computer science and Nick, my colleague said, hey, listen, why don't you, why don't you study Unitech? And the kid's like, but all my, all my friends are going to uni. And Nick goes, listen, we're doing some good things at, at Unitech, and I think that you'll really get a lot out of it. Talked him into it, and, and, and the, the kid did fantastic, you know, got, got, got great grades and got a great job outside of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and found that, that when he was, you know, recruited, that, you know, his skills, his, his, his applied skills were, were greater than those from the university. But then they didn't, uh, you know, then he found that, that the, the, that those that went to uni had kind of a, a better theoretical framework to work from. Um, so there's kind of a, you know, a, a bit of a, you know, balancing act there, but it's hard because I, you know, look, if you're on a, if you, if, if I had a kid that was thinking about marketing and digital marketing, absolutely. But would be saying, listen, whatever you're learning at uni is not enough. It is absolutely not enough. I mean, you need to be, you need to be, you need to have your certifications ready. And you need to be looking at, at um, you know, once you are certified, whether it's, you know, ads, analytics, Facebook, going, going out and hustling and, you know, over your summer holiday, say, can I get an internship? I'd, I'd love to, to work with you. You know, if you've got somebody on staff that can, we can work together to do, you know, to, to, to do an, a Google ads campaign or, or a, you know, or, or, or a Facebook campaign or what, whatever it is um, so that they, they can get some practical, some, some practical skills there. There's probably so, a business for that, right? Like there's there's internship programs for trade, for you know, administration work and all that sort of stuff. Like surely there'd be a, a pathway set up where some business could take these exact students we're talking about and give them internships over the summer or whatever that looked like <clears throat> as they were yeah. moving through, you know? Like there's gotta so, be a business in that. Yeah, so so is there government funding for something like that? Do you know? Mm, I, not that I know of. And um Look there, and I have a, another person that 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 set up a business. Her name is Diana Sharma, who set up a business that she connects business with with um, um, with students that are that are looking for internships. You know, students pay pay to play, mm-hmm. and then the the businesses get good quality students to do it. And so so there's a there's a market there for sure. She's 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 doing really well with it. Um, you know, at Polytech, at Unitech, we we require that students have a have a have a uh, do a proper internship and i know that they do that at aut as well mm-hmm. um you know so i th- i think that um you know if it, but it's a it's a two-way street right so so businesses can't just be passive and and hope that they hire you know a good graduate that they have to be open to being part of the process through in it through internships and really seeing that as not as listen, you're you you may get a little bit of value from an internship um, in terms of what the student is able to deliver, there's there's probably some value there, but the, you know they're not they're not going to you know change the world or you know 
recreate your you know totally uh, yeah. fantastic business model but mm-hmm. you need to be you need to be part of it right to know that you're giving back even if that student you know um doesn't end up working at your company later on at least you know that what you've done is you've you've you've, Supported you've added it. some value to the whole system right the supply and, chain right and businesses really need to be on board with that so I, I was listening to an interesting conversation um yesterday that was talking about this um gap in the the tech space digital anything that's sort of been exacerbated by lockdowns and COVID and our you know work from home environment where we've had to rely more and more heavily on digital infrastructure and they were talking about how um there was a, a, a skill shortage already in New Zealand for these types of people and that you know given the fact that we can now work from home you know the opportunities to work abroad are more available people wanting to move you know in Australia we can get uh, a higher higher salary for the same job we've got a lower cost of living and buying a home is probably fucking doable right yeah outside of Auckland it's it's arguably still doable in a lot of New Zealand but you know good luck if you're a, a university student yeah know, that doesn't have a, a a big cash load family to help you through um in Auckland now it's uh, it's it's beyond reach but Anyway, they were talking about not only have we got a shortage already, but we've actually got um, pressure for to lose a lot of our talent. Um, so, you know, how do how do we universities be, you know, fill that void? What, what can we what can we do to kind of help make the most of what we've got if we can't bring people in? It's a hard one, I, and I'm not sure that I have an answer, right? Because that's, you know, a lot of that a lot of that really relies on on you know on government policy that's that's outside of you know university control for sure you know um you know it's 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 interesting you know new zealand has been is in, is in a position that that it should really be able to capitalize on on a lot of things that it's done really well hmm. right so you've got you've got the new zealand pure which you know whether or not it's that pure or not um yeah, that 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 whole brand recognition. you go hiking regularly mate surely you uh yeah, well you, for sure but it's not to say that the, you know the, the waterways of new zealand couldn't be the cleanest in the world yeah, yeah. um and, and our response to COVID, right so why you know i mean the government should be should be opening things up and encouraging business whether you know you know blockchain business um just the digi- what the, whatever the, to, to tech come in and, and yeah you know, and, 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 and really take that, you know, take the lead from a place like Singapore and say, you know, come in and, and we're going to, we're going to make it really easy for you to start a business and, and to provide all of that infrastructure so that you're attracting the best talent in the world. That's the, that, that doesn't do anything about, you know, house prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully that would, that would stimulate some, some, you know, some, uh, wage increases so that you're, you know, the, um, you know, at least salaries are a little bit better, but it doesn't seem to be happening. And that's, that's really a disappointment because that's, you know, New Zealand has, you know, real quality education and they have some really quality. You know, during the the pandemic so far, um, New Zealand has fared very, very well. I mean, there was a period where most of the world was locked down and we were up and running. Absolutely. And uh, I think that was a huge lost opportunity for, uh, for us to put in some infrastructure and to build some framework to bring some people in, you know, to, to like you say, attract some top top tier industry that will then support the underlying, uh, you know, education and, and, and labor supply. 100%. Um, but the other thing is, I think there's a bit of a displacement going on. So I look at the, you know, the 
the education pathway is one thing, but then there's also the the drop in skill need for skilled labour in other industries, and we've ended up with this sort of surplus of of, of workers that is only going to continue to grow, right? Um, mm. And we sort of I talk with uh, with the great Pat McPhee about the digital divide, and and I think this is a symptom of it. So you've got people who are in a in a job that's now rapidly being automated and. Uh, the, the need for that labour, you know, you, you don't have to think too hard to figure out what's coming down the pipe in, in, in that in that sense. So, yeah. more and more displacement of the of the current workforce. Got a lack of uh, skills in a certain industry that New Zealand's punching above its weight in. You know, somehow there's an opportunity here, right, to to, to bridge this gap. And I think there's a few people out there that are that are fixed and focused on that. But there needs to be a lot more. Um, New Zealand could be doing a hell of a lot better. In the tech space um i mean it's doing oh, very well 100%. for a country its size but there's a huge opportunity here and yeah you're right it's a nice place to fucking live like you know oh. if, you, if you were looking at downtown los angeles as a place to live or maybe silicon valley even with the restrictions and stuff that those guys are facing through the pandemic and the political situation over there i mean shit new zealand's a bloody nice place no to live. It, it's it's amazing right so you you should be i mean i don't understand why they're not you know courting um startups from from silicon valley you know or, or you know look, look Singapore has done this. Singapore, you know, is is got is got a really vibrant economy, and it's and and it's and it's tech based, right? Mm-hmm. And they've they've done that through through active, you know, active measures um, through legislation and 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 incentives for for businesses to set up shop there. And I don't see New Zealand doing that. And that's you know, I mean, that's that's really unfortunate. You know, when 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 there, there's a, there's a massive skill shortage, and there's a massive digital skill shortage mm. why is it why are we why are the borders still closed for international to bring in international students right really talented i mean auckland's a top 100 university you should be pulling in talent from from um you know talented students from all over the world all to come the study world. here mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a no-brainer i mean shit they're here for a year two three years Give them a fucking test when they leave. Give them a fucking test when they arrive. If they test negative both times, maybe tell them to stay at home for a week or so and let them study. You know, they're fairly, bringing in. Fairly easy. It's not hard. Like you know, you got the. And I don't mean to. I'm certainly not weighing in on any of this stuff, but I see that certain industries, like the entertainment industry, seems to have a very relaxed kind of travel uh, yeah. protocol versus others. And then uh, you know, immigrants that want to come in and and, and fill these gaps and and help. New Zealand's economy and they're dying to come here and live here and we've got yeah. space for them. Um, yeah. Well, we don't have housing for them, but we've got, <laughs> we've got other yeah. stuff we can, we can send no, out. Exactly. But yeah, it just seems fucking crazy to me that this is not, I'm not even seeing anything in, I mean, I don't really follow a lot of mainstream media um, much anymore. It, it seems no. more and more irrelevant, but I don't see a lot of conversation around this. No, it feels like it's, this it's, is something that is a huge it's opportunity. It's really disappointing, really disappointing. You know, I, I'd like to, to, to go back because, you know, Trevor, I kind of change the subject or, or go back, take two or two or three steps. When, when you want to, the, the relationship that needs to happen is, is, is a tighter coupling between, between business and, and, and education, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you came, I remember this, this, and I remember it must have been six years ago, possibly, like you, you mm-hmm. called Unitech and you said, Listen, I want to speak with the, the person that does digital marketing because I've got a I've got an idea. <laughs> that doesn't sound like right? me at all. <laughs> and and um and so I picked up the phone and we we met at your office in Takapuna. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met. And you you have you have been an integral part of, of almost every course that I've taken, right? As a as a guest lecturer. 
um, which is which is a perfect opportunity. And I've had I, and I always have great guest guest lectures. And that's just you know not not I'm, I'm not saying that I'm good at getting guest great guest lectures. There are some businesses that that, that really want to participate. So if there's mm. anybody out there that's 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 you know thing, hey, I've got some experience and some expertise. Call up a uni, call up a polytech, and say. I, I, I would like to give back. I, I have, you know, knowledge and, you know, whatever it is and would be, you know, more than happy to do a guest lecture or two. Mm. You did that, right? And you, you always, always come to the table with that. And your, your guest lectures are always really engaging. They're the, the, you know, when you, when you, when you get student feedback, you know, they're always the highlights are, are, are the guest lectures, right? And you're, mm. you're, you're right there. But yeah, not I only that, true. but you're, you're, you're also bringing projects, right? Um, you, you, there were about several um, courses that, that I taught that you, you know, that re- required businesses to, to participate, and either you were acting as a as a as a as a middleman between you know some businesses that you were working with, or as your own business, and bringing that to the table, and 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 not only that, but in, then in, as an active mentor in these projects, and that's and that's really what it takes. Mm. Um, it's 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 taking that the concept of an internship and really you know, turning the dial up to 11 on that, because that's, that's what we need. And, um, you know, that, that, that active participation between, between business and education is, is, is absolutely crucial. Mm. Yeah. I I mean, I, I thank you for that, uh, for those words, uh, make me feel special. I just, you know, I just, I enjoy doing it too. I I enjoy, uh, you know, going in and, and, and meeting them. And I mean, the idea for me came, we had a project that we pitched to you and, and, unfortunately you didn't get it off the ground but it was a fun idea and uh, uh but but what came out of that was it occurred to me like you know when you look at the big tech companies you know google facebook you know we can all rattle them off um when i watched them go from you know startups you know because we were around and watching all of this take place right mm. and, and and the thing that kept coming back to me was they're winning because they're going into the universities and they're handpicking the fucking talent before it even gets absolutely before anybody else gets their hands on them and it's like a battleground over there, you know. They are all they have huge presences in all the major universities where their yeah. key skill sets are being taught because they want to go, well, who are the ones that we're picking this year? You know, and yeah. they're, they're they're just snatching up all of the great talent. And then they have the ability to kind of nurture and coach and and, and shape and mold that talent in the way that they want to and make the most of it. And I just I didn't see anybody doing that, you know. No. So no, this you know the thing it makes sense. If, to you know, no, the interesting thing is, so, 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 if you're a graduate from a, from a university, um, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna get. I mean, hopefully, you know, you put in the door and you get your your first job. You, you, the reality is, you're not gonna go in and make an instant impact. There's there's a there's a, tr- a number of training programs that you're probably gonna go mm-hmm. through, some mentoring, mm-hmm. things like that, because you've learned the theory, but you probably have no idea actually how to how to put it into place, right? And so businesses kind of are, are understand that, and so they they spend the first year or so training up employees, um, you know. So it's it, which is which is great if you're a big if you're a big company. Mm. But New Zealand doesn't have many of those, right? They have they have you know. I, think I read a statistic. Capital, I think it's something like ninety two percent. Ninety two percent of yeah. all businesses in in New Zealand have less than. I think it's crazy, like 10 employees or five employees. No, exactly. it's, it, it's mostly it, solo operators in New Zealand. Like more than 60% of business in New Zealand is solo operators. 100%. 100%. And, and, and these small businesses, they don't have the, the time or the staff, right, to bring somebody on 
really to teach them, them how to get mm -hmm. you know how to how to get their feet underneath them you know they need they need they need graduates that are work ready and and that work ready i actually think they need more than that we've been talking about this a lot lately i actually think uh their survival their very survival a lot of these businesses are, are seriously threatened and, and and many of them that you know at other fish we spent most of the end of last year just talking to small businesses in new zealand we spoke to about 300 and we talked to them specifically about the role Otterfish might play in their business. So do they advertise on social media? How do they go about doing it? And would this tool that we're building be of value? But, um, but what I saw is that they're threatened at the moment and a lot of them don't realize what they're up against and they just need somebody to come in and help them. And it's more than just, I don't have time or, uh, you know, or I really want to grow or I don't want to grow. Or it's, I think it's, it's, it's a little bit more serious than that. I actually think that, it's a case of survival and that if we don't start pairing these people up, this digital yeah. divide that we're talking about, it's not just going to be students looking for work or people who become redundant. It's businesses that are closing because they can't compete. I mean, I talk about the, the, the idea that when you advertise on social media, and let's face it, for most small businesses, it's the only medium they've got today yeah. it's, you know you, if you're a local business you might advertise in a local magazine or paper or something and get a little bit of traction out of it um, but for the most part it's all done on on social media and that's where all the attention is so if you're looking for somebody who might be interested in mortgage services right you've got a fairly broad uh kind of person that you, you know, anyone who's got a full-time job who's not you know falling apart and is looking to buy a house or investing property is your or, or buy a you know get a personal loan or business loan there's so many people out there that you can help so it's very hard to kind of pick a segment to target and show your ads yeah. to and, and, and try and get conversion. And then add to the problem that you've got companies like McDonald's and Coca-Cola and, you know, people with deep, deep pockets and big technology driving these ad campaigns that they're doing. They're targeting the same people, even though they're not selling them mortgage supplies or financial advice. They're selling them hamburgers or fucking shoes. They're still paying for the same attention on that platform. Yeah. And I just don't think a lot of businesses get it. They just don't get you know, I've never competed against McDonald's before. I don't make burgers. I, I, I do mortgages. Sorry. But now you're competing against McDonald's and they're kicking your fucking ass. You know, they've yeah, got, yeah. you know, so much. Yeah. So that's why, oh, social ads don't work for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm not able to, to get positive ROI and things. So I think that this is a case of survival. If this continues to, to, to go in the, the way it's going, that's just going to become worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I think yeah, there's more no, and more absolutely. businesses falling victim to the fact that they just don't know what to do. How do, they, how do I do it now? It's changed. I can't just put an ad in the paper uh, and I can't rely on word of mouth anymore. You know, how do I bring new, business, yeah. new customers into my business? No, it's interesting. And, 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 and you can see, I'm sure in your feed, Sorry, that was um, a bit of a rant from me. But. No, 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 it's, 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 it's interesting because, um, you know, in your feed, uh, I'm sure on occasion you, you get an ad and you just go, why am I seeing that, mm -hmm. right? Um, where, where clearly a small business is going, we need to advertise. And somebody goes, right, I think I could do that. And they, they, you know, they get their targeting completely wrong. They're probably mm -hmm. their objective on Facebook is more is, than likely. You know, they just click boost and put a bit of budget and tried to do some, some yeah, yeah, targeting stuff in the boost function where, where and, and, hit go. And, and, yeah. and it's just all over the show. Mm. And then they go, right. Did, did, how'd it go? And the, the person that, that, that ran it went, well, I think that we, we really, we had good, um, well, we got some brand awareness. Yeah, a lot of people saw it. Right, mm. a lot of people saw it. Yeah, and they said, "Well, and we paid a hoop for go? nothing, you know." And, yeah. and there's, there's, you know, the, the, the metrics that really matter aren't getting measured, and mm. and 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 if they were, 
if they if they if their targeting was off or whatnot, then then you know it's going to show that it was pretty poor anyway. And so they're going, well, social doesn't work either, mm -hmm. right? So, so if you take social out of the picture and mainstream media that we used to rely on ten years ago even isn't working anymore, and you take social out of it, well, what the fuck have you got as a small business? Are you going to run up and down the street going, does anyone need financial advice? You know, like what are your options? Uh, and, and you see a lot of people trying new things and it's really cool. People starting podcasts like I did and starting different uh, ways to, to kind of build community and build audience around and do it organically. But that's a slow and, you know, you need consistent uh, work practices in your work week that you're always attending to those sorts of channels and those streams and providing yeah. and you're active and functional on there. And that takes away from the business. So, a lot of them go, fuck, it's, you know, I'm three weeks in, I started with a hiss and a roar and now it's kind of, I haven't put a post up for a week or it's been a month since I put anything out. And again, the organic stuff takes a, it's a slow burn. So the, it's a very, slow it's, burn. It's a very challenging situation. And I really think there's an opportunity right now. And one of the reasons why I'm really excited to get you on the show is I think that education is the fucking key, right? It always has been. And why isn't it now? Why isn't the conversation happening that, Hey, shit, why are we teaching people to do a job that in five to 10 years time is going to be fucking gone? A robot's going to do it. And we all know a robot's going to fucking do it. Why are we teaching that? Why aren't we teaching the stuff that's still going to be relevant in five to 10 years? Time? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a really hard thing. And I'm not sure that we are. I mean, so when, when I was at Unitech, I mean, we were teaching things that were relevant now or then, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that, 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 I mean, those platforms are always changing. Or there's a new, you know, a new platform comes out. How do you do TikTok? Well, my 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 thought was, look, if you if you if you understand if you understand if you understand marketing strategy, right? Because that's that that's where it, you've got to have a sound foundation there, and that's, I mean, and and I think unis do a good job with that. You you know, strategy is crucial, and if you understand strategy and where where the where the channel fits into all of these things, and and how how digital, you know, fits within your overall promotional plan, mm -hmm. um, that that. Um, you know, if you if you if you know goals and objectives and and how how each each channel are going to you know contribute to those the, the realization of the, the goals and objectives, then you can teach a, teach a student how to use those channels, and you know the, the basically they're you know if you know how to if you know how to use you know ads manager, um, then you should be able to to quickly look over at LinkedIn and go oh it kind of looks familiar and I and I know that LinkedIn is where my market is and I here's how I target and you know put then you're 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 going to be okay but 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 you know getting getting there is really is really hard for um really hard for um for unis again because it's our universities looking at the way uh business is changing and the structure internally within certain verticals right so if we if we picked a vertical and we had a look at the way that that a business in that vertical was run 20 years ago compared to how it's run now. Do universities actually, is anyone thinking about, uh, you know, what are the new skills that are, you know, we used to teach uh, accountants how to do it like this. Now 90% of what an accountant used to do is done by a fucking piece of software. So what does it look like to be an accountant now? And are we, are we supplying the labor that's needed there? Or are we still teaching a, you know, iteration or a refresh of the course that we, that we taught 20 years ago? Yeah. I, look, Trevor, I, I, I hate to say it, but, but no, Right. Um, I, I don't know that the, the universities are probably the most bureaucratic and the, the, the slowest really to, 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 
to change. It wasn't until we had the pandemic mm -hmm. that most unis went, shit, uh, we need to go online. How do we do it? Mm. And, and, and within, you know, two to, well, for Unitech, we did it, you know, three weeks and we were, you know, everything was, was what we were kicking away, not doing it particularly good. I don't think anybody was on, on Zoom, mm -hmm. but at least that's, that's, but that was, we were forced to, to, to do something different. And now, you know, universities are, are talking about a blended delivery model, which is something that you, you should have been doing, you know, five years ago. But do you think um, that they're, they're hanging on to this blended, you know, this ability? Like, I, I, I want to push back and say, what is the need to have a, I don't know, what would what would the University of Auckland's real estate footprint be? Like 100 million bucks more? Yeah. Do they need to have this infrastructure in place uh, to, to provide an education and make people available and ready and, you know, an attractive option for people in the, looking to hire into the workforce? Is that well, still a thing? And are they clinging to that going, well, we need to, you know, we need to keep students coming here because otherwise we've got this big fucking building and we're paying a lot for it. It's, it, it's a, there's a conundrum, right? Because, mm. because yeah, I think that everybody understands that this, you know, this content is a commodity, right? So my, you know, I mean, you, anybody that's teaching a, you know, a, a marketing strategy paper, it doesn't matter where you're teaching it. You're probably using, you know, uh, one of a handful of books that are, that are all basically the same. The kid, just the case studies are different or, or you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the content itself isn't, isn't, isn't unique. It's not, it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't stand out. Um, and, and, and so what, what, again, what you're, what they're relying on is, is that brand saying, listen, you're, you, you've got to go to Auckland Uni if, if you, if you're a top student and want the top job mm -hmm. uh, or, or a top or wherever. And it's, and it's, uh, they're holding on to that 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 last shred of 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 of, of value, which is that. And it's the not the last mm. shred, but it's the it's it's but it is the value. The is irony that, is that here at the end. The irony here is that the very way they built that brand value is the very thing they're not invested in to continue to maintain that value and that's the ultimate irony it's like yeah we've got this brand and if you don't have the brand if you're not a stanford lawyer you then you're fucked you know but yeah, <laughs> yeah law so... content is not as any better than what i can get potentially online or uh, yeah. you know well so so one of the things that that i've and again I've, I've just just recently started auckland and and you know i'm, I'm teaching on a on a on a postgrad program so that's that we've already we're already into our first quarter, and what I found, which is really nice, is that they 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 use they use a lot of flip class um, a, a flip class methodology, and that that simply means that you 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 put up the content for students to 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 absorb prior to to, to the lecture. So it's you say here here are the readings in that reading. It could be a reading, it could be a podcast, or 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 videos, whatever. I want you to to, to go through this and 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 learn it. And then uh, we'll have a, a, a reasonably short lecture where we cover off any of those things that, that, um, that you don't understand. And then we're going to use the majority of the time to do practical exercises to make sure that you understand how to apply this in various situations. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing that. And that's, and that's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is good. Um, it, it's, it's, the, it's, it's much better than simply the, the, the sage on the stage where you stand and deliver and students take notes and go away and take a test at the at the midway point and then at a final at the end. So we're, we're, we're doing that and, mm -hmm. and, and it's good. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's, it's, um, 
uh, it's an acknowledgement and, and some action, right? That, uh, that, that, that yeah, yeah, this needs to keep evolving to to, to kind of stay relevant. And and it, and I'm, I'm it, it it warms me to know that this is that, that, that there's people like you, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on the show because I'm a big fan of what you're doing, and I really think it's it's crucially important, and there should be more of this happening uh, because you know I outside of purely delivering an education and upskilling someone to do a job, there's an enormous social and cultural function that a university provides i mean yeah as a university graduate myself i didn't get a hell of a lot from the content that i learned i mean i only did a fucking arts degree anyway so it's not worth a pinch of shit but i did go to uni and i graduated you know which is something yeah the memories i have from that time in my life are some of the best memories i've ever had the the yeah potentially the social skills I learned through trial and error and failing more often than not in those situations yeah. helped set me up to become, you know, potentially a better fit into the world. I don't know how I go. Maybe yeah. There's probably a few people who are listening who are thinking you didn't really get that one right, Trevor. But I think that this idea of there's a lot more to a university and, and it's functioning culture, society and, and, and education that's still so important and relevant in an increasingly detached, isolated digital yeah. metaverse that's coming. Um, that I really hope that people like you get the traction and the support you need to make yeah. that change and to keep that relevant and to keep giving my kid when he's when he's graduating and anybody who's listening that, that's thinking the same sorts of things uh, a relevant place to have that time of their life, you know, and yeah, learn those things. Well, look, we're yeah, I, th- I appreciate that and thank thank you for the kind words. And I, look, I, I we 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 have some great guest lectures. I'm, I'm hopefully in in coming semesters and quarters, you will be one of those. Um, so, 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 so the, the industry needs to step up and, 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 and volunteer and just make a phone call. Mm. Hey, I, I can come in and help. And businesses, um, there's an opportunity here. There's, there's graduates massive. who have no clear pathway that are coming out that are skilled that will take, you know, any opportunity. There's a fit there. You know, every yeah. single time that I'm involved with just the program that you run, Patrick, you know, and if you think about that at scale across all the institutions that are available that are doing this stuff, every time I get involved with a course, there's four or five people in the room that I think, fuck, I'd hire them in a heartbeat. And yeah. those, not all of those people are going out and getting work related to what they've just learned. And uh, what they well, want look, to do. you know, and that's when, a fucking shame. In, in my position, I, that all the top students, um, if they didn't already have a job when they, when they graduate, because a lot of them did because they did, they're just that good. And upskilling with, with our applied learning, all I had to do was make a couple of phone calls, you know, to I, I, Hype and Dexter was one of those that, that was mm-hmm. the recipient of, of about four or five of our absolute top students. And, and most of them know. are still there or have moved on to bigger roles. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, they're on a direct, they're learning things that are keeping them at the forefront of the industry. They're highly valuable. And, you know, it's just a yeah. simple connection that needs to, that, 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 was, that is, is all that took was, hey, yeah. send us the guys that you think are going to work. But if your kids, if your kids going to do digital marketing, Trevor, um, you know, um, God help him. <laughs> <laughs> look, you, there's the, the university degree is still going to be worth is still going to be worth, you know, mm-hmm. what it is now. I mean, that that, that currency is not going away. But, um, you know, anybody that's studying now really needs to be looking at internships mm-hmm. early, early in your in your in your university career, doing an internship over summer Um and then also doing industry certifications and and just smashing those out. You know, again, the, 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 you, the, I think probably the, the best one that you could be doing is the Facebook Blueprint, and then and then Google certified, and then and then getting stuck into the HubSpot Academy. Those mm-hmm. things those things do matter, and 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 they you know, it, it shows that you've 
gone the extra mile that you've that you've you at least understand and if you're going to freely available that, do it yourself absolutely fucking need an internet connection and a laptop and as yeah. an employer in this space a university graduate that didn't have it and a university graduate that did it's not it's a no-brainer absolute no-brainer yeah 100 yeah. cool i think uh we're running out of time i think uh joelle and our producers sending messages in the chat going come on guys wrap it yeah. up and i think you and i could probably sit here for another two hours and talk but talk about this stuff patrick it's it's really fascinating and um i really appreciate you taking some time out of your day and joining us on the show today. Well, thank you, Trevor. I, I, again, I really, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to, to, to um, yeah, let people know what's going on. And again, anybody in your network that's watching this, if you're, if you're a business owner, hit me up on LinkedIn and say, yeah, I'd, reach I'd out. like to, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to guest speak. I'd like to, I've, I've got an internship opportunity. Let me know. I can, mm -hmm. I can feed you great students. I mm. promise you that. Yeah, he absolutely can. And, uh, my uh, six years working with you is, is testament to that. And I know that there might be a few people listening that have been through that pathway and will, would, would be yeah. happy to endorse it as well. I'll put uh, Patrick's LinkedIn in the uh, liner notes for this episode so you can reach out to him directly. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate your attention and I hope you enjoyed the podcast and took something from it. Cheers, Cheers Patrick. Trevor. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.